0: Love, talk, radio. Hey everybody, welcome to the Best Life Cafe. My name is Kathy Anello and I'm here today flying solo. This is going to be a very short and sweet podcast because my partner in crime, Carrie, is super, super busy with her life and I am super, super busy with mine. But I wanted to come on here today anyways uh, and just talk to you a little bit about what's coming up and invite you to either be a guest on our show next week or send in your own uh, version of a valentine and what our show about next week is about valentines. It's about love. It's about Carrie and I are going to expose some of our deepest sort of secrets when it comes to uh, relationships, online dating, all the fun things that goes with being in relationships right now or being in your life and looking for a relationship. And we just thought Valentine's Day would be a great way to do that. So we're inviting you to do a couple of things. One, if you have a question for us, which we already have questions from a lot of people that we're going to be answering super fun things. But if you have a question, you can email Kathy at Kathyanello.com and send that. You can also send in a dedication to your Valentine. Like say you have somebody that you want to say, I love you too, then we will read that on the air and we will give you the minutes that it's going to be and you can go home that night and you can put that podcast on and you can play your dedication for your Valentine. So I am a strong proponent of love and Carrie is too, and so we are super excited about next week's show. That will be at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We can also take calls. The call-in number is always 646-787-1842, and you can call in and do your own dedication on that show. We're scheduling a whole hour for it. So I just wanted to touch base real quick on that and let you know how grateful we are for really all of the things that the Best Life Cafe has brought Carrie and I and all the guests that we've been able to meet. And on the same tune, if you have something to share with the masses and you don't know how to get your stuff out there, we are a super great avenue for that. So we would love to have you again, Kathy at Kathyanello.com. Send me any kind of proposal to be on the show. If you're an author, a light seeker, maybe you have your own podcast that you want to promote, magazine, blog, we love to help people get noticed in a busy, busy world. And I know that a lot of people that have been on our show have ended up getting, you know, either coaching groups or uh, clients for readings from it. And so it is a great place and we would love to have you. So now to the meats and potatoes of today's show. I thought it would be super fun to sort of talk to you guys about just my life and what has been going on for me and what my next project is. A lot of times on the interviews that I do on other people's shows, I get asked, you know, how did you get to this journey? And how, what are you doing next? Because once you write one book, everybody wants to know when you're going to write the second book. So the second book that I'm writing, and I am writing it, is called The Happy Mistake. And... What's a mistake? So a mistake is an action or judgment that is misguided or considered wrong error, fault, inaccuracy, omission, blunder, miscalculation, misunderstanding, faux pas, slip of the tongue, boo-boo. But we all make them. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is we all make mistakes. But sometimes there's these times in your life, oh, MG, that was the biggest mistake I ever made. And you might beat yourself up for days, months, or even years. And sometimes there's times where you know you can't really fix your mistakes and you realize at some point that you just can't fix it. And then oftentimes in life when that happens, we carry those mistakes around with us for the rest of our life and feel guilty and feel like we can't reconcile them or make amends for them and fix them. And sometimes we can't. Some mistakes are humongous and some of them are little But mistakes can kill us inside, they can break us down, they can destroy us, or they can give us our greatest moments of glory. Because I just really realized recently that if we let our mistakes work with us rather than against us, then our mistakes can actually catapult us into success, feelings of happiness and abundance. They can open our hearts to generosity, grace, compassion, and most importantly, love. Because what we have to do and what I realized in the writing of even part of this book that I've done is that we have to reframe the way that we view our mistakes. We have to make peace with our mistakes and see the gifts that they have for us. And you can then sort of look at the good or bad and go to a place of neutrality so that you can become sort of an observer rather than beating yourself up for the perceived consequence. Because recently, most recently, I have realized that life is just simply all about the choices that we make and some of them are split minute choices that can quickly alter the neatly woven path that we have eloquently written in our minds right before our eyes I have a quote that sits on my refrigerator that reminds me and it says at any moment the decision you make can change the course of your life forever I am an absolute strong believer that that is true And I used to think, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Everything happens for a reason until I couldn't rationalize that anymore. And what I realized about the happy mistake is that it's actually not so much that everything happens for a reason, but that the dots always connect. And when you simply trace it back, like every experience is the time you were born to right now. Those dots are setting before you a path, sort of like the yellow brick road follow. And on that path, we have only one component that connects those dots, and that's choice. Critical choice points in your life. They seem reasonable, but not so easy to put into practice. And so the happy mistake in, in the book that I'm writing, I share some of my biggest mistakes, some of the regretting, some of the times I had to get on my knees and pray for a redo, and I share how, with the help of some amazing people, I learned to reframe my mistakes into my greatest teacher. And I think that my last book pretty much talked about how I had found my voice and found sort of a light in a hopeless situation. And most recently, this experience in my life that caused me to write this book also ended up having such a great, great, great advantage in my life that I now, even just today, someone said to me, wow, Kathy, life's just coming for you because of all these great opportunities that have been coming my way and these great people that I've been meeting and things that have happened since I've sort of reconciled my mistakes. And I was like, oh, I love that. Life is coming for you. Like, I don't even have to leave my house. It's pretty fun. So anyways, there was a time this summer where I really had to look at myself and I knew that I was living a lie in my deepest heart. And there are some things that are coming out in this book that I never would have talked about ever. But one day I made a huge mistake and and unfortunately was completely exposed. And I was publicly shamed and someone spread false rumors about me. Slowly to design, deflect their own dishonest actions and attempt to destroy a life that I had spent many years building. And I spent a lot of time broken. A lot of you know that. It's not a secret. I hid out. I went into the country. I didn't have any phone or internet for weeks. And I just stopped my life, which was so great when I look back. But one of the things that happened is I had to get back up and I had to get off the floor. And when you do that and you survive, like, Everything can change. You know, how did I do it? Like people say, oh, Kathy, how did you get through this? I hit out. I woke up every day. I listened to Angela Manuel Davis. I wrote to my life coach every morning. I surrounded myself with good people, people that didn't attract drama. I didn't let myself be alone for a while. I nature-walked in Redwoods, I played with dogs, I hugged cats, I chased kittens and rabbits, collected eggs from a chicken coop every day like I was a farmer John. I played with seven-year-olds and three-year-olds and I climbed in tree forts and I read and reread The Alchemist with my grandson every night. And every time a thought would come in or an inevitable wave of sadness, I just let my tears fall on the ground. I didn't care who saw them. I allowed myself to be vulnerable in a situation And I allowed myself to be real and raw and human. And I let the world, the people closest to me, see my pain. And that is what got me through. And that is what got me here. And I can tell you the reason the book is called The Happy Mistake is because, because I went through this situation, I can honestly say I've never been happier. So there you have it. That is, in a nutshell, what The Happy Mistake is going to be about. It's about reconciling. It's about mistakes. It's about choice. It's about observing other people and their mistakes. It's about allowing forgiveness and, and just knowing that we're all human and we all have our little upsets and we all have our own stories and our own feelings. Even the people that you might perceive have wronged you have their own stories and their own emotions and their own feelings. And so this book is about reconciling all of that. So tune in next week. February the 13th for our Valentine's Day show. It is going to be epic. We would love to have you call in. And please continue to listen, share, rate, subscribe, and review to this podcast because we get forward in the iTunes uh, gallery when you do that. So it would mean the world to us if you haven't already subscribed or reviewed, but you just take 30 seconds. And if you don't know how to review, just go to Google. Google it. It'll tell you exactly how to do it. All right. Much love. See you next week. Thanks for listening.